Greetings, Gerard Mirabelli. Greetings, Justin Phillips. Things going. Things are going well. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to JRP Daily, or you're watching JRP Daily. You're doing one of those things right now. You're listening to my guest interview for the week, which is going to be filled in by my weekly co-host, Gerard Mirabelli, because I don't think I'm going to have an interview done in time because I'm bad at everything I preach. Aren't you folks lucky? What's going on, Gerard? This is also, in case you're someone that doesn't watch Star Student Sunday, which is the episode Gerard does with me, the, the segment Gerard does with me, um, this is going to be like the first in-person, like face-to-face interview, so to speak, that I'm doing on the show, because I usually do this over Zoom. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. That will be neat. We also... Well, well, let's just talk about this, because we have nothing to actually talk about, so I'm just going to kind of converse with Gerard for... 20, 30 minutes and yeah, then put it on the internet. and we'll call it an interview. Yeah, we'll do that because we've talked too much in the past about like what he's actually doing with his life. So we'll just yeah, kind of talk about normal one. things now. But we might we might go to Binghamton at some point over the summer. I think you said you were up for that. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah, depending like, on yeah, when it is when. and stuff yeah, like sure. that. But I think it's pretty cool. And we might do uh, a couple interviews, a couple more face-to-face interviews with our buddies Andre and Christian from Real Talk University. So there's that. There was something else I was just going to bring up that I felt like I should actually tell the audience. We, the, Jared's phone just rang right before like this started happening. And I was thinking, because we made a joke like, oh, maybe it's one of our fans. But like seriously, if you go to Anchor and you, like there's a way for fan people to put in voice messages and like send them to us. And then we get the little audio and we can stick it in the, we can stick, or I can stick it in the episode so i can like answer your questions and stuff if you ever want to do that like check it out let me know if you did it because maybe anchor doesn't notify me maybe i just have like a, a an influx of voice messages yeah, somewhere maybe. that nobody that nobody knows about but um i kind of doubt that that's true but yeah how have things been going gerard how's life out of college life out of college is rocking i know this is the topic we were trying to avoid but oh well it's gonna happen gerard toy story 4 just came out Toy Story 4 did just come I don't out. Think, I, I didn't see it. I have absolutely no plans on seeing it. You didn't see it. Well, I didn't see the third. I don't know if I should see really? the fourth. Yeah. I don't think I've I don't think I've really seen any of them. Like I've watched them when they were on or if they ever showed it in like mm-hmm. elementary school or something, but I never like I never really watched them, you know what I mean? Right. You have you have videos or not videos, movies like that. I have a lot of movies like that that I just I, I, I've seen them, but I wasn't paying attention. I don't have a whole lot of movies like that because I try not to let that happen. Right. I try to be either engaged with the movie right. or not. I feel like a lot of the ones that I've seen, I was watch just, it mostly in its yeah, entirety. I was just really young when I saw them. Oh, yeah. So, and it was just like my dad was watching it and I walked in the living room to like right. spend time with my dad and my dad ignored me for the movie, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but th- uh, there are so many movies and I, ju- I, ju- I don't watch movies. That's, that's, that's probably my, part of it. That's my mantra. So, like, as I got older and more like, I don't know, conscious of what's going on around me, I just haven't watched movies. I watch right. them all when my... Now, now, flip interview to you. Please. Are you are you not watching movies because you don't you like not liking watching movies <laughs> or you don't really like any content that's coming uh, from I've, movies I've, or I've never had the attention span for them really okay. and uh so that's kind of how I got started with that and now it's turned into something where I feel like I've better things to do with my time okay in terms of like, like I don't watch TV anymore 
I watch yeah. the the only thing I watch is like Joe Rogan podcast. Literally, mm-hmm. I watch other podcasts. I listen to podcasts. Yeah, I don't watch a whole lot but, of TV. Um, which is why the the attention span kind of argument makes less sense now, because a lot of the podca- podcasts I watch are long form. They're two three hours long, and I'll watch all of them. So it's like, I but, but, well hold on. Will you you will sit down? I won't watch the whole thing at once. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll watch them in like twenty minute segments. I'll usually watch them while I'm eating. Like I'll be like in my room. Yeah. On yeah. My computer. And you'll, yeah. Yeah. You'll like, make something. I'll be like editing videos and stuff, and I'll like finish a video. I'll be like, be all like, right, oh, it's, geez, it's, it's lunch eat. time. Yeah, time to eat. And then my room is set up so like, you you walk into my room on on the other end, but on the wall, like you're facing the wall. It will be. It's like my TV is right here, and then my computer's right here. Like they're right next to each other. The computer towers in between them. And there's like a little one at the little table like this guy right here, yeah, right in between there. And I used to have two office chairs. I just broke with one of them, so now I have to move the one back and forth over and over again, and such. So I'll do that. But like you know, I'll I'll be editing, and then I'll switch a roo over to the TV, and I'll play YouTube on my TV like while I eat my chicken nuggets or whatever I'm yeah, eating. Yeah, sure, right. And then do that. So that's that's how that works. And then so I'll usually watch them then for 20 minutes, half an hour. Okay. Well, like yeah. That. That, but that that doesn't nullify your attention span point then. Not necessarily, Because no. you just explained that you broke it up. So. And I mean, if I have a bad attention span, I have a bad attention span. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, ashamed of it if that's the case, but... No, I was actually that. helping you out right there yeah. by agreeing that you have yeah. a short attention... Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... What? what were we talking about? We were talking about attention yeah. span. We were talking no, about I know. movies. I, we that were was talking a about. joke, Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> we are not good at this game. Uh, what I'm what not, else I'm was this clueless. About to say? Probably another reason I don't do movies a lot is because I grew up poor, to say the least. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Not like poor, not like dirt poor. We might have to get like bird skin on. Yeah. yeah. It, it's fine. This is a very yeah. informal episode. <laughs> but like, yeah. But, um, but anyway, what was I about to say? Uh, because we just didn't want to spend money to go there yeah right you know, well of course so <laughs> and, and the, yeah movies can get expensive yeah they can and concessions can get more expensive than the movie mm-hmm. so there's that do you have other questions for me since you're interviewing me now? no no <laughs> you you go back to me now i go back to you well what were we talking about we were talking about toy story 4 because one of our friends just texted us and spoiled it for us and Told us that not really they all got it. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're watching and you really want to see Toy Story four. Yeah, but um, that's pretty cool. D- is anything you do like related to the movie industry, or are you like specifically in the gaming industry? No, it could be for movies. Can it be? Yeah, yeah, like the, the animated work. movies. Yeah, I'm right. Guessing. The workflow is just different. Are there? Well, I guess. I guess. Toy Story. How do they do Toy Story? Is that 3D animated or is it CGI or is it? No, it's it's 3D animated is it? And, and CGI. The, they're is it? they're kind of the same thing, right? But well, is computer generated imagery? Oh, is that that makes sense? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like motion capture versus actual animation. Oh no, um, well I don't know. I don't know if they're motion captured at all. The the, well, it doesn't seem like they the, would be because the, it seems yeah, like they don't move like humans. Yeah, 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 you're right. The toy in question would have to move a lot like a human for yeah. motion capture to be used. Maybe right. on the human characters, yeah, they might do yeah, some motion, might capture. Do motion capture. On yeah, them. but any any but like, characters or objects um, that Buzz Lightyear or anything physically... Like yeah, Buzz Lightyear, I don't think they would because like he's, he's really... Or like <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. 
and uh, very robotic. Do you, do you know anything about those, like the voice acting realm of movies? You might know more about that than me. I know you're not a voice actor or anything like that, but I don't. You know, is Tim Allen still voicing Buzz Lightyear? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, the only thing I know about voice acting is those like little behind the scenes clips you might see right, once in a while yeah. of like of Tim yeah. Allen speaking into one of those the yeah. round uh what do yeah, you call like those the pop filter the pop the, filter the microphone yeah, yeah and it's, he'll like you know he'll be like acting he'll, yeah he'll be acting yeah. uh while he's doing the voice like but that too and then you've talked about uh I, I'm never gonna remember his name who did smog for oh Benedict uh, Cumberbatch Benedict Cumberbatch you know like actually acting out the dragon and stuff like that too so voice actors get like they act they really do yeah and I yeah they like, get into it and I feel like all the good ones I feel like most of them I don't know do they usually have acting backgrounds I would think they do I would imagine I mean, they like, have like a little Tim bit. Allen obviously yeah. has an acting well and, and and even if you're even if you're going for voice acting as a career I imagine you'd have some sort of acting yeah, background. yeah I feel like even if you don't have an acting background in like Hollywood or like on yeah. TV like Will Smith can voice act and act Tim Allen can voice act and act there are a lot of them but I feel like you still, you know, you're still the kid that did like nine years of theater at the local theater mm-hmm. when you were growing up. Like you still have some. Yeah, it, you can. Sort of you could probably get by acting experience. And I don't, I don't know what companies look for in voice actors either. Like, do they just look for a good voice? And I like, I don't know. Well, yeah, your voice does have to be probably uh, consistent. Yeah, and versatile. Versatile. Have a certain kind of range. Right. I couldn't because I talk like this and I'm very nasally or I talk like this sometimes. (laughs) It just wouldn't work out for me. Right. And I don't know, though, because you do get voice actors that just seem to have god-awful voices that, like, like Gilbert Gottfried. Like everybody's yeah, like, but that's but that's that's <laughs> iconic, Justin. That's something that is iconic. That's but something it, it different. Wasn't, it wasn't iconic before they hired him. No, <laughs> whoever whoever was the first person to to hire him with a brilliant idea. I don't know, but so yeah, you're like, right. There I, did have to be a first person. I guess I guess it depends on like the character. But like, but then then you ask them how do they come up with that? Like when they were coming up with like SpongeBob, and they wanted they wanted someone to voice Mr. Krabs. Do you think they had that voice? In their minds, like they were like, this probably, is the voice we need. They probably had a, <clears throat> I don't know, because or, or they, they design the character and then they probably kind of go through a couple voices. Like Mr. Krabs is supposed to be. I'm saying, do they just like take auditions and it hits them then? They're like, oh, I can picture this guy being Mr. Krabs. You know what I mean? Well, or, because cause like maybe you, Mr. Krabs is supposed to be like a British dude with like a deep voice. Maybe you're supposed to sound like Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know, because... Because Mr. Krabs, the whole point of Mr. Krabs is uh, he's uh, older, he's grumbly, he's scurvy. Well, I don't know. He's I guess he's grumbly, but like he's not like. But uh, but you, not like you know what I'm saying. If you if you personify a crab right, as a, as a yeah. person, yeah, you're not he's like crabby. The crab's not gonna talk like this. <laughs> well, maybe he is, but I don't know. But why not? Like, where do we get those ideas from? Who decides what a crab would sound like? Archetypes. If a crab, no. uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, why wouldn't they? Like, you ever see that like the short film with like Lucas the spider? You yeah. Remember yeah, those? yeah, yeah. Like, who yeah. decided what that spider was gonna sound like? Because he's got like that kind of like kind of like that like cute little, type of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but that was the whole point. Their whole exactly. pur- their whole <laughs> their whole purpose with the Lucas the spider was to get kids to not fear spiders anymore. 
Right. Was that, it? That's true. I, I, that's, I I'm, that, that's I've, how just, I've just like seen them. Oh, okay. On Facebook. Well, that's how it seems to me. I think the whole reason of making a cute spider with a young kid's it, voice it does seem like it was is like, to is to not necessarily a lesson of the fear either, but like kind of like the like the like the don't judge type of don't judge a spider. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like like uh, like don't judge ugly things. Okay. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's <laughs> like, fair. So I think it was it was like a like kind of a progressive to, not that i want to turn this to that but like i feel like it was honestly because the spider is <laughs> warping our minds yeah but um i feel like that's probably where that started to be honest because it oh, was maybe made by yeah, someone that know. wants to be in hollywood no, 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 i'm stereotyping but it's what i do i guess but that's how you get the voices you gotta stereotype. yeah yeah seriously and like, <laughs> like if we made spongebob we wouldn't have made spongebob's voice Tom Kenny, you know, do the voice actors have something to do with it? Maybe, like, do they decide what the character sounds like? Because I'd have to imagine probably part of it. I'd they probably work with their, I don't know, their director or whatever. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I'd imagine a lot of voices too. Like, they manipulate their voice, no doubt about it, to sound like a certain thing or a certain person or something or other. So, at what point is it like, you know, does the voice actor take it into their own hands? Because I'd. I, I guess technically I don't know, but I'd have to imagine that Tom Kenny doesn't just talk like that. No. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, that's the thing. I, he's obviously, even before he worked on SpongeBob, I'm sure he had a right. a repertoire, a, a portfolio of, of voices that he's done before. And so he probably, you know, picks and choose, he probably picked and chose a little bit from those and threw it by the director like, hey, Eddie, anything when I sound like this, that, <laughs> you know? And the director was like, oh, okay, that's, right. it's, it's pretty it's good. Like, we'll yeah, work on spinning. it, you know? So, Seems like what a sponge would sound like. Yeah, they probably... <laughs> and then there was Patrick. You know, if, if we just walk around the SpongeBob characters, you know, there was Patrick. Well, Patrick is yeah. lazy. <laughs> he lays on a rock all day long. He's going to so sound like gonna Eeyore. Sound slower. He's going to sound like Eeyore. He's going to sound like a sloth. Uh, so, that, but I don't know. Time, I mean, I guess that makes sense. And it's the same thing. Patrick's also, like, fat, you know, and we, we equate that to deeper voices, even though oftentimes it's not true in real life. Well, and especially when... Like when you and I are into like some acapella groups, yeah, yeah, and so it's especially the, not the, true. Yeah, they're that. the tenors, they're the high guys. Yeah, yeah, the fat guys, and then like the guys with the really deep voices, like the like the little like like Avi, little Avi tiny Kaplan dude. is so short. You know, I mean, he's what, probably our height, right? Because we're short. He is, yes. He's okay, yeah, five eight, five nine, somewhere around there. Oh, which okay. I'm five well, eight. So mm-hmm. yeah, and, and um, but yeah, but what helps him is that he looks like a Viking. So yes. that kind of makes yeah, yeah, you think yeah, he would the, yeah. have the deep voice. But I'm sure if you and, met him in real life, you're like, whoa, and this guy's kind of short. Yeah, and he, I've seen interviews with him where they like talk about that. We'll interview him on here someday too, I promise. But um, at the same time, you know, and, and I'll just sit here the whole time feeling bad about my voice if I ever do that. <laughs> but yeah, he looks like a Viking. I've seen. He I've, absolutely does. I have seen pictures released of him from like high school yearbook. A couple videos on YouTube of him like singing in his high school choir. And he looked like he looked like uh, like Mitchell Musso, basically when he was in high school. Like he didn't have a beard. He had like long hair. Oh, okay. That was kind of like yeah. He looked he looked like 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 our buddy Wyatt, except with black hair. Sure. Like dark right. brown hair. He looked kind of like that. And you know, coming out of that body, I could see, like yeah. <laughs> whoa. But um, then he you know he grew out his beard and he yeah. And then people are like, and, oh, this guy's a like, Viking. He's gonna sound low. And also in pentatonics, like none of them look like bass singers. At all, except for Avi, maybe, or maybe, maybe uh, Kevin, who's the beatboxer, Mm -hmm. like maybe it looks like he could pull it off. And I've seen interviews with Pentatonix too. They say that he actually has the best range, the beatboxer, 
has the best yeah, well, singing voice and that out makes of sense. all of them. And that actually ties really well into voice acting, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it kind of does. He can, he can go... And, then all, and all sorts of little noises like yeah, that. Yeah, he can do everything. Yeah. Like, everything. And so can the beatboxer from Home Free. Right. Like, that dude's impressive. Yeah, that's and I've, kind of I've the, seen them live twice. That's their job, I guess. I've seen Pentatonix. Yeah. Yeah, he spits for a living. That's <laughs> <laughs> But, um... Yeah, and he he also found like that's got to be insane too. His microphone has to be like soaking wet with saliva at the end of the night. You would think maybe they like switch out microphones like during intermission or something, or like clean oh, it maybe. or something. <laughs> I mean, you never know. And the audio engineering that has to go into that too is just insane. Sure, to really yeah, think of course. about. Yeah, but it, it, I've also begged the question with groups like that before, like how much of it is the person and how much of it is the technology. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. How much do they help them out? Right, because like sometimes I wonder, like, could I do the same things if I was using Tim Faust's microphone on stage at a home free concert? Yeah, uh, probably not the same things. So that's that's that, nutty that's, to say. That's like but, dialed. Yeah, but it's 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 dialed to assist the right, lower notes exactly. And you know, because in like your own natural voice, you. I was gonna give an example, but I edit the audio to this, so it would kind of defeat the purpose, but. At, you know, at a certain point, there's a point where you can go lower, but your voice kind of just drops out. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you start, yeah, like that. And where it's just a fry. So, yeah. And there's fry and there's uh, subharmonics and there's uh, what else is there? There's like just growling. So there are different categories there are different, of there are different low. techniques to use to get there. And some sound fuller than others, and it has to do with the way your voice box works, kind of. All right. Your voice box bringing it back to SpongeBob. But um, or what, what was that? That was the laugh, laugh box. box. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that was. But um, yeah. But no, it has to do with like because fun physics lesson. Because I'm pretty sure what it. I'm I'm not gonna be perfect on this, but basically you have like you have vocal folds in your voice, mm-hmm. and they're it's like two of them. It's like a pair of them, and yeah. they, they vibrate, and that's how sound happens. That's how sound works. Yeah. And so subharmonics is essentially learning to control those muscles like in your the throat vibrations enough. yeah well subharmonics is basically subharmonics is like you would sing a note and then if you sing it in subharmonic range it would be exactly an octave lower because what you kind of train yourself to do is only have one of those vocal folds vibrating instead of both of them which would make the frequency which would cut the frequency in half of the sound waves coming out of your body wow and then when the frequency is cut in half it's a lower pitch yeah because how how frequency works is there are sound waves like picture like a chart with like yeah yeah, little wavy sounds on it yeah i saw i saw that episode of magic school bus i know Uh, i didn't okay (laughs) but like they're they're like that i learned this in physics class in high school well i saw it on magic school (laughs) bus um, okay but um (laughs) but yeah so like the wavy things so you just picture little waves and how high a pitch is is determined by its frequency, which is how frequently a wave like hits your eardrum. So the more frequently a wave hits your eardrum. So like if you have like a lot of waves like in a short period of time, that's a high pitch because they're like really frequently hitting yeah. your ear. So if you like cut out every other one, basically, if you cut yeah, it in it'll, half, it'll lower it. It'll yeah. lower it by an octave specifically. So oh, okay. That's All right. It works like because. Yeah, like in music and stuff too. Like usually everything is tuned to A being 440 hertz, which is how you measure frequency is in hertz. Mm-hmm. And then so A would be 440. Then the A below that would be 220. And the A below that would be 110. And the A above it would be 880. 
and it would just, <laughs> and it would just it would just keep going. It, it it doubles. Yeah, that's how that works. Interesting. That is fascinating, isn't it? That's cool. It's very so, fascinating. even though I'm not a low singer, well, I would. Even though I'm not a low singer for a bass, <laughs> uh, and uh, if I learned that proper technique, right, I'd be able to sound much lower than. Yeah, probably. But then, that begs the question: Am I singing low or not? Yeah, that's that's a hard question to get around. Even if you're doing like vocal fry, you yeah, know what I mean. Like, does it count? Yeah, right. Does, does me? There, there's also the inhaling thing. I do that a lot when I try to hit really low notes. If you if you like reverse the way your air is going, it gets you a lot oh, lower. Oh, okay. And um, so I'll do that when I'm like trying to sing along to those songs. Uh-huh. And they hit like F ones and stuff down there. Which, if you don't know what that means, I'm not going to get into that right now. But like, it's low. All that stuff. Yeah, it's like it's like like below piano range. It's stuff. It's really crazy and eventually so low that you just can't hear it. Mm-hmm. You get to that point, but I don't know. It begs the question. You know, it does. Does this count? Is this real? And also, how are these guys that do it for a living that like are in these big famous acapella groups? How do they? How do they do it? Are they using these techniques? Are they? Are they cheating? Or is it all natural? Are they cheating, so to speak? Or because I'm sure there are human beings out there on the planet mm-hmm. that they can go that low. Yeah. There are super tall people, super short people yeah. that blow our minds away. Yeah. So I'm sure there are people who could sing super high and super low. Yeah. Well, yeah, there are. I mean, there are definitely like Guinness World Records and stuff. Yeah. You know, and I, it's there's almost no purpose to it because after a certain point, human ears just can't hear it anymore. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. Like, I think I think no the, point. the world record holder for like the lowest note ever sung is held by Tim Storms, who. I don't know if he was in a group or anything. He's just known for being the guy with like the lowest voice in the yeah. world, clocking in at like but that, eight hertz. That's how that's how world record holders are. They're never like yeah, exactly. they're never like part of a group or anything. They're only mm-hmm. known for their for their record. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know Which he's like, I know he's active in like the community. Like I've sure, seen sure. him at like pentatonics concerts and home free concerts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. And he's older, and he's he's pretty short too. He does kind of look more like a like a man, so to speak. You know, like he's got, he's oh, like, like, he's like, like bald like a, and has like a yeah, beard. Yeah, like a gruffer, and, shorter yeah, guy. He, yeah, he doesn't look like, you know, like Scott Hoying from Pentatonics or anything All right. like that. I you get know. you. But that's that's how that works, pretty much. I don't know what all goes into your voice either. That's something I'd like to really figure out, but I don't think anybody has figured out because I don't think there's like an answer. Right. Because it's genetics. A lot of it is genetic. And, but I think I, I'm a firm believer that there are ways to manipulate it if you catch it early enough. Now, not that many people are going to think about, especially boys, are going to think about too much what they want their voice to sound like when they were growing up before they were like 12 and it changes and then you're done. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> you know, but um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that go into it. I always say that eating meat has something to do with having a lower voice, but. I could just be full of it. I don't know. Oh, yes. But, but you, I have I have my theories. So that's not just a joke. You're you, you. No, it's not just a joke. I think it actually does because I think I'm pretty sure your voice, like how it, how it transforms. This is for guys, by the way. Is like it has to do with. <laughs> yeah, no to, girls allowed. It has to do with uh, testosterone. Okay. Like, yeah. Playing with your vocal cords. That's why your voice cracks sure. so much when you go like that. When you go through, because it's not kind of all over the place. Yeah. And uh, when you go through puberty, but you know, meat gives you testosterone. Like it comes from cows and stuff that have that in it. 
or traces of it in there. So, mm-hmm. huh? Stuff like that. They say, I don't know. Milk might be like another one. Interesting. That gives you a deep voice, but milk is also really bad for your voice. Oh yeah, because because it, it coats it weird, right? Yeah, I think so. This is weird. So I don't. I don't know. Some people like that. Some stuff. people like. I also have a friend. Some people do the honey thing before they sing. I don't know anything about that actually. Yeah, because when I was in PMEA, people before their audition would like uh, squirt honey in their mouths to coat it or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could see how that would work, but um, but I mean, milk's, I a, milk's I an entirely different substance. Yeah, I also don't know if that would be for range at that point either, if it would be more for intonation. Uh, yeah, type fair of enough. things. Yeah, it could be the, the way your mouth is not the way your mouth is shaped because obviously you control that, but the way the sound like bounces off the yeah. insides of your mouth could probably be better if it were like lubricated with honey I guess mm-hmm. but what was I just saying I was saying something before you brought up the honey thing milk I was talking about milk but then I was going into I feel like I was going into something I was oh, I was talking about Jake I was going to say I have a friend that has a very deep voice you, you know him you've heard him I before do. and you know he, he kind of proves this here because I think all he eats is meat <laughs> And I think that's been that way since he was like four. So, oh, okay. Uh, not literally, but he eats a lot yeah, of meat. Yeah, it's his favorite and thing to eat. His voice is very deep. So it's, uh, you know, it's a theory that I have. It's not a theory. It's a hypothesis. It's technically, those are different and people misuse yeah. the term theory all the time. So we just did a full-on episode about voices. That okay. That was pretty cool. That I was pretty cool. Done. Guys, all right. this is Gerard Mirabelli, if you've never seen him before on literally at least a third of the videos on this channel so and if you're here for the first time the interviewer the host of this podcast is <laughs> justin phillips yes it is across from me yep make sure you subscribe like comment do all that good stuff i don't want to bore you with that things but we had gerard here today and it was very fun and we talked about the voice a lot and if you know avi copland or tim faust or any anybody, any other singer anybody involved with any of those groups tell them that we're looking for them to be on the show because we want really awesome people to be on the show or you know like ben shapiro because he also talks this fast and then we can also have him on the show we'll have anybody on well not anybody we don't want you on the show Actually, we probably do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good question. But you can find out how to get a hold of me through social media and email and all that stuff by just looking in the description or the show notes, whatever you want to call it, depending on if you're listening to this or watching this. But at the end of the day, that's how all that goes. Nice having you, Gerard. Nice having you too, Justin. <laughs>